Please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to Annapolis a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the website for this podcast. How are you feeling today, my friends? You feeling better? Feeling stronger? Have you gotten outside, gotten some sunlight on your face, getting some fresh air in your lungs, doing what the doctors tell you, taking your medicine like you're supposed to, going to the therapist like you're supposed to, doing those exercises? That's the only way to do it. You're the one responsible for your health. You have to work at it. So I'm amazed to tell you that we're at episode 15. This is episode 15 of an apple a day. And our audience grows every week. Every week. We've gotten a lot of hits out of Japan. It's amazing. Every week we pick up a couple of more people from Japan. We're in Australia. We're in Germany. We're in Ireland. It's amazing to me. Of course, our biggest audience is right here in the U.S. And in the U.S., we're in 31 states that we have listeners, including Hawaii and Alaska. So we're getting out there. And it's all because of you, your participation in this. So I give yourself a hand. Uh, it's, it's great. And we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going as long as people listen to us. So we're in it for the long haul here. But episode 15, like I said, I'm amazed, but we're doing it. We're getting it going. All right. Today, we're going to talk about a couple of things, actually. We're going to talk about caregivers that work with us, and we're also going to talk about maintaining our self-respect and our dignity. But we're going to start with an email that I received from Ellen in Oregon. Ellen told me that her brother was in an automobile accident and he lost his right leg from his knee down in the accident. I'm sorry to hear that, Ellen. She said that he's very, very, very depressed. And I can understand that too. She wants to know what she should do about it though. Well, my advice would be talk to his doctor. I mean, be open, talk to your brother, listen to him when he wants to talk, but I wouldn't push him. You know, I I leave that to the professionals. I'm going to tell you, I was in this position. I was very depressed. And sometimes when people that know you, people around you, you know, they know you before the disability and they know how you were. And now when they see that you're down, they want you to get back to where you were, which is all well and good, except sometimes that's not possible. Not at that moment anyway. So the last thing you need is someone to say, well, pull yourself up by your bootstraps, walk it off, whatever. Listen, that's all. Listen, let him talk to you. Let him say what he wants to say. Just listen. But what I would do, and I would do this right away, is let his doctor know. Let his doctor know that he's depressed and you're worried about him and let let him handle it. He's the professional. Now, one thing I will suggest is make sure that your brother has you down on those HIPAA papers that they give you to sign with the doctor and at the hospital. 
make sure that your name is on there to be able to get records and discuss treatment with the doctor. Because if the, if it's not, when you go to talk to the doctor, the doctor may shy away because he doesn't want to violate your brother's rights. So make sure that you're on there. You sound like you're a very good sister and that you're involved with your brother. I don't know if there's parents around or other siblings. The things that you left out, though, is when did he have the accident? How old was he? So I'm just assuming that he was 18. He had the accident not too long ago, and he's just home after having the amputation on his right leg. An amputation, that's traumatic. So he has every reason to be depressed at the moment, and it could just be a phase. Now, the doctor may recommend an antidepressant for him, or the doctor may recommend that he go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist and talk therapy. Talk therapy is probably better than any medication they can give you because you're talking to a stranger, a stranger that doesn't know you from Adam. They only know what you tell them and they help you work through it. And that I can tell you from experience because I went through it myself with talk therapy. So it doesn't always have to be pills and everything else. Sometimes just talking is the best way to get through it. Well, I I wish you luck with everything, Ellen. And please, please let me know how you make out with this and how your brother's doing. I wish him the best. Moving on here, we're going to talk about caregivers. Now, caregivers are the people that attend to the needs of the disabled person. When we become disabled, it happens overnight. Becoming disabled is traumatic. It's dramatic. One day you're healthy as a horse, the next day you're laid up in a hospital. And depending on the disability, you may need somebody to help you with everything from your medication to your daily activities. I've seen people that can't even drink a glass of water on their own. I had surgery where I needed my food pureed. And my wife used to do that for me. I was drinking my food because of a problem with my throat. So that's where the caregivers come in. Now you have three different types of caregivers. And I call the caregiver the drill instructor of the medical field because you have three different types. One is the type that they believe they're going to do everything for you. They're going to, they feel bad for you because you are disabled. So they want to make your life as easy as possible. God bless them. You know, they have good hearts and they mean well, but that's probably the worst they can do for us. We have to as they say, get back on a horse as quick as we can. We have to be able to push ourselves to a limit. We know that we're never going to be 100% again because of the disability or the nature of the disability, but we can be 100% of what we're capable of, if that makes sense. Now, the second type of caregiver is, (laughs) this is the real drill sergeant. This is the one who believes you have no limits and that you're not faking it, but you're capable of doing more than you're telling them they, that you can do. So they're the type of ones that are going to tell you, get off your ass and do things yourself. That's no good either. You know, you have one that's telling you to lay on bed, don't do anything. And you have this one saying, what the hell are you doing in bed? Get up and do it yourself. Two different extremes. What you need is the third type, the one that's in the middle, that's going to work with you with your, your limits. They're going to know what you need. They're going to talk to you. They're going to be honest with you, and you you have to be honest with them. They're going to work side by side with you and when they see you hit your limit then they'll take over and that's basically what my wife is my wife is my caregiver and that's what she does with me she'll let me go until I reach my limit now you have to be honest enough and don't let you know pride get in your way you're gonna have to be honest enough 
if you get to the point, just say pouring a glass of soda or a glass of water, picking up the picking up the bottle or picking up the pitcher may be too much and you're going to drop it. So you have to be honest enough and, you know, swallow your pride. All right. You're a big guy, say, like me. I was a, a big guy and tattooed up and all of a sudden I can't lift the pitcher of water. If I do, it's going to be all over the table. I'll break the pitcher. So I have to swallow my pride and ask my wife to pour it for me. It takes a little bit of practice swallowing your pride. <laughs> But it takes even more practice to hold the glass of water. But you have to do it. You have to know your limits. And your, your caregiver has to work with you with your limits. Once you, you stabilize medically, the doctor's going to send you off to therapy. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be the physical therapy first. And physical therapy is where they try to treat the injury with physical methods like massage, heat therapy, exercise. And this is to avoid surgery. You know, and sometimes it works. Sometimes it works great and you avoid the surgery. That's I think everybody wants to avoid surgery. And that's why it's so important to do your physical therapy. Now, the next type of therapy is occupational therapy. And there they try to work with you, especially someone that's suffered a mental illness or a disability like us. And they work with you with your everyday, your daily activities, such as pouring a glass of water, making a pot of coffee, getting yourself dressed, tying your own shoes. And they work with you in trying to get you back as close to normal as possible. And that's once you come out of that, that's where your caregivers see what you're doing. Do you know what I'm saying? That my wife, my wife went through every step of rehabilitation with me. She came when I had my, my weekly appointments. When I first came out of the hospital for the amputation, they said, me to another hospital, to a rehab hospital. And there you work every day, every day, seven days a week, you have something to do with therapy. And it's good because you're doing both physical therapy and occupational therapy. You may do physical therapy in the morning, occupational therapy in the afternoon. It's a very intense type of therapy, but it gets you back and you find out what your limits are. When I was doing outpatient therapy, my wife came with me to every therapy session. When I was doing inpatient, they only let your family members or your caregiver come every so often. They can't be there every day, but they can come to visit. They just can't be in the workout rooms. That's how my wife seen what my limits are. All three types of caregivers, they mean well. They have hearts of gold and they're there to help you. And they think each one is doing their best. You have to be very vocal, openly honest with them and let them know. Again, you know, you may not want to tell them that... Like, I, I can't do this. You have to swallow your pride. Be honest. You have to be honest with your doctor, your therapist, your caregivers. If not, if you're not honest with these people, you're wasting time and you're not going to get any better. You know that. Let me just say what the caregiver isn't. The caregiver is not your personal maid or butler. They're not your slave. They're there to help. They're not there to do. All right? There's a big difference. If you need a, if you need a maid, by all means, hire a maid. Hire a housekeeper. But your caregiver is there to help you, to Make sure you take your medicine on time. Uh, maybe there might be wounds that you need changed or bandages and stuff like that. But they're not there to clean your house, sweep the floors, take your dogs out or anything like that. They're there to help you through and get you back on the road to feeling better. So remember, your caregiver is an integral part of your team. Right up there with the doctors, the nurses, and the therapists. They're all working together to help you prepare, to help you overcome some barriers and live a happy and healthy life with your disability. All right, we're going to take a break here and we'll be back in 30 seconds. I'll see you on the other side. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. There you're going to find articles about the topics we discuss. You're going to find our connections to our Facebook page. 
and you're even going to find connections to our private chat board. So take a minute, go over, visit www.famousapple.com, but please wait till the end of this podcast. Don't run out on me now. Let's get back to the discussion. And we're back. Now that wasn't too bad, was it? It was 30 seconds. Mere bag of shells. Mere bag of shells. All right. What I want to talk about now is respect. Respect for you and respect for others. You know, it's not so odd to feel like we're not bringing as much to the table anymore as we used to. That we're not producing as much as we used to. But that's not true. That Just because you feel that way doesn't make it correct. You still have an income coming in. All right. It might not be as much as what you had, but you still have it. And you can't give off that vibe. You can't feel that way. If you start giving off that vibe enough, people are going to just accept it. Strangers, families, or friends. It's just something that you shouldn't keep beating yourself up over. You didn't choose to become sick. You didn't choose to become disabled. It's not like you're sitting home and letting someone else do the work for you, you know, and living off of them. You're not. That's the furthest thing from the truth. And I'm sure your family would tell you that. Sometimes we're our own worst enemy. We get inside our own heads and we can become my own worst enemy, make things a hundred times worse than what they really are. Now, has this ever happened to you? Friday comes around, your spouse comes home from work, and during dinner, they say, oh, we're going to have to leave here at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Leave here for what? Where are we going? Oh, well, uh, so-and-so is having a party, and I said we'd go. Well, why would you say I'd go without asking me? You know, maybe I have plans. Oh, what plans could you have? Where are you going? What are you doing? That's not the point. That's not the point. The point is, I want to be asked before someone makes plans for me. And I wouldn't make plans for you without asking you first. So all I'm asking for is the same respect back. Now, that's the whole thing. We have to respect ourselves. So don't be afraid to say no. Don't be afraid to say I have something else going on. Don't be afraid to say I don't want to go. Period. You're allowed to. You're an adult. You didn't give up your rights when when you became disabled. So speak up for yourself. That's all. Respect yourself. Respect others. You got to give respect to get respect and vice versa. Well, it's been a fun trip today. Thank you very much for coming by. Now I'm going to ask if you would, there's a rating system underneath this, underneath the player here for the podcast. Do me a favor, give us a rating, whether it be one star or five. If you have comments, questions, concerns, there's a box right there. You can put them into that box. Leave us a message. Or if you'd rather email me, you can email me at admin, A-D-M-I-N, at famousapple.com. That's admin at famousapple.com. I'll get I'll get your email, and I guarantee you I'll answer it. And if it's something that you want to talk about on the podcast itself, just let me know. So thanks again for stopping by, and I'll talk to you soon. Have a great week, my friends. Feel better. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.